He's a big draw, but wouldn't have been good for him. How so? Um, because if I hurt him, I wasn't taking his neck. What were you gonna take? His soul. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. But uh, I'm not impressed by your performance. I throw punch that bitch. <laughs>
the publicity factor. I agree. And it, it is interesting because I think Connor, though, had more mystique due to him actually being a legit fighter. My issue with Jake, like, like I do see where you, where you are coming from, and I do I do think that Connor has created the ultimate paper chase. And Jake Paul, he doesn't have the mystique or career of Connor. He has literally boxed. He, he beat KSI's little brother. He knocked out some other YouTuber. He unfortunately Ben Askren got knocked out. But this is this is someone who was a predominantly a grappler who was never a good striker. And you know, and he's old now. It just was. And I think we're at a point where Jake needs to fight a boxer. And I know Tyson Fury's younger brother, Tommy, was calling him out. And I think that's an interesting matchup because Tommy is definitely a better boxer. True. But, I, oh, man, I don't know. You think they should run him back? I'm not against it. I, I mean, Tyron did say something about a rematch clause. So I wouldn't be against it. And I think the fact that Tyron got paid $2 million for this, I, I think he'd be happy for it. You know, I think that you know, I will say this and give a little bit of a, a nod to Jake. Uh, I disagree with a lot of uh, all the tactics and shit to, to fuck with Tyron, but I agree with him on fighter pay. And the fact of the matter is, if Tyron got paid for this shit circus, which was is not viewed by all fight fans like a UFC card, and this is not dig a Dana White, what does this say about the percentage given to the fighters on these cards? It's not fair that some fighter is only making 200000 when they're on, like, a major card. I mean, UFC 268 is coming, and I guarantee you that all those fighters, all these A-list fighters, they're not breaking a million. No, and and that's what's crazy to me. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. That's the one thing positive about the shit he does. But, you know, at the end of the day, is Dana going to make the change? Is the UFC going to make the change? To, to make sure these fighters are getting paid more. That is a good point. And I think that the pressure is definitely getting to Dana. And I think the more, like, again, if more people from the UFC, from the UFC, UFC start going and getting knocked out by Jake Paul or beaten and shit, it's going to hurt the brand somewhat. So I think Dana is aware of this and he really doesn't want this shit to happen. I mean, he was okay with Ben Askren. He was rooting for him. But since that shitted out, I really think Dana looks at this all in a pessimistic manner, and I see why, because it doesn't make Dana look good in the fighter pay area in that scale. And but we have to also factor like Showtime has been along has been around a lot longer. You know they're established, they have old money. That is a factor. But you know it does does say something about fighter pay. And it does say something about the ethics of promotion nowadays and how this fight can be sold. Because right. Tyron is a great – Tyron, the reason he was able to knock people out in MMA is because he also had the threat of the wrestling. He he was such a, a, a fucking multifaceted martial artist that he brought so many problems. And I definitely draw comparisons between him and GSP. And I feel like when when Tyron was in his prime, I, I could definitely draw way more parallels to him and GSP. And it's sad in a way. Like, I, I love Tyron, and I feel like the way his career has kind of gone, it upsets me. Um, not in like, oh, I'm upset with Tyron, but it upsets me in like a somber way where this guy was a champion and um, he's had some tough losses. You know, Usman beat him. 
That's the passing of the torch. But really, man, I really felt bad when he got beat by Covington. Like, that was when it really, like, that shit set in, you know? Yeah, definitely. I don't know. It's, it's like something changed. Like, he just hit a certain age and just, you know, wasn't really as, as a, I don't know, explosive, I guess. He's still fast as fuck, but he just kind of lost, like, his explosiveness or something. You know, I feel for him, but I'm so happy he got that $2 million payday. You know, he definitely deserves that. And I would love for him to get a rematch. But Jake Paul handpicks his opponents. And he, I think he knows if he fights Tyrone Woodley again, he might get knocked out. Because I think after that fucking punch, that woke him up. And he was like, holy shit. Because he's legit handpicked all his fights. So a real boxer would beat the shit out of him. Uh, Anderson Silva would definitely beat the shit out of him. So I, I can see him saying he's retired and not wanting to get that smoke again from Woodley. Dude, you know what? I, I agree. And plus, Anderson Silva's son, who recently got a dub in a kickboxing fight, fuck it, have him box Jake. That, and dude, have you seen right. Anderson's son? He fucking looks just like him, too. Yes. It's crazy. That's definitely That's awesome. a kid. We're going to get the spider, too. I'm telling you. I can't wait till he hits the MMA scene. Anyway, the sequel might... The sequel. That's what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what's also crazy is that I think Jake Paul and his brother bring a lot of different type of fans to combat sports. You know, like, a lot of these motherfucking kids that be on their phone and are really into these motherfuckers were tuning into this fight that probably wouldn't even tune in to a boxing match. You know what I mean? So he's bringing a different crowd, a younger crowd that I think uh, kind of burns, maybe burns Dana a little bit. I, I I see what you mean too because in in like in all honesty, I do think boxing. Like I remember, like the last time I went to someone's place for a boxing match, it was Gennady Golovkin and Canelo Alvarez in the first fight, okay. and that fight was amazing. And, you know, I think the experience of a good boxing match uh, pay-per-view is priceless. I, I do genuinely believe that. And with um the demographics that Jake is bringing, I, you made a, a solid fucking point because these are like young kids who are on TikTok and doing dances. Yeah. And this is what they're into. And it's, and it's like right. crazy to see like, wow, it's like the the marketing side of it. Right, and the only person the UFC kind of has in that fucking generation, to me, would be uh, O'Malley. You know what I mean? Like, like he's young, he's a stoner, he got the tattoos, he does the Takashi hair shit, you know, he hangs out with him. So, like, he's kind of in that young fucking demographic of the UFC should really push him because I think they have something with the young people with him. But outside of him, there's... Everybody else is pretty much no fucking names, or you've been in the game forever, and you're at the top already. Yeah, and and to, like, I uh, got to tip my hat. I think Sean O'Malley is smart for using controversy to promote himself. I think, yeah. like, he's seen Connor do what he's done, and I, and I hope Sean – I don't think Sean will take it as far as Connor in, like, those negative aspects, but I think right. as a showman, Sean is very smart – and, um, yeah, I think him hanging with Takashi is fucking hilarious. It's, it's so fucking hilarious because it's, I wish, like, he would have, like, again, I wish Kobe Covington had the same self-awareness. 
You know, like, like that's right. the thing. I wish, like, Kobe Covington, like, would hang out with Takashi, too, and, like, oh, well, we're all hated. Fuck it. But, um, <laughs> you know, you know, but um, I, I do see what you mean because, like, there are, are a lot of uh, top-level fighters who may not have the same um, backing as far as fans or marketing, but if you put that behind them, maybe bona fide stars like like this recent fight. Um, I can't remember the, the Russian gentleman's name, but the the guy Bobby Green. I think Bobby Green, that dude, is a fucking bona fide star. Like that dude's right. personality. Like in that fight, he's like, what? Like every time he got hit, he's like, he was like talking shit, and it it, it reminded me of the Diaz brothers in a way. He, it was like he is the Diaz brother, bro. I tell you, he trains with him and everything. <laughs> I've been saying this with my homie for years. I call him a Black Diaz. He's <laughs> Black Diaz. Up. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like him, bro. And he trains with him. I'm telling you, he totally has that 209, fuck you, motherfucker vibe, dog. And, well, and the thing is, too, like he's only gotten better. I know he's had some tough losses. He got beat by Dustin Poirier, but you know Dustin's been on a fucking tear, and like. I think right. that Bobby, I, I, he's going to be fighting Ally Akinta soon. I think that this is a good fight for him to cut his teeth even more. And Ally Akinta is a tough son of a bitch. And personally, yeah. I, I think Ally Akinta should be commended for how good he did against Habib Nurmagomedov comparatively to a lot of his other opponents. You know, I so agree. thank you. Yeah, no, um, yeah, no, big respect to these guys. Like, I, I think that these these fights as of recent have been great. Not to stray stray from Jake Paul and Woodley, but I, I, I the entertainment factor is understandable. I myself did not buy the fight. I, I pretty much had to catch up round by round through highlights and everything. But I I see Tyron as someone who is really trying to build himself as a prize fighter. And I hope he gets a rematch with Jake just so he can knock him out and shut everyone the fuck up. I personally feel like he won. I get why Tyron doesn't want little kids talking shit about him. I wouldn't either, you know. So I don't know where, where it's going to go, but I think the fight game is in an interesting place. But um, I don't know. Maybe we could talk about Till and Brunson a little bit. Man, that's an interest, interesting fight because uh, if Brunson wrestle fucks Till, you know, that's going to be a problem. But I think Till could knock out Brunson. Because Brunson's chin sometimes is a little suspect, you know. And Brunson has hands, don't get me wrong, but Till is a, is a different level of striker, I think. I, I do see, yeah, what you mean. I, I think Darren Till definitely has the edge with striking. I think Derek has the, the grappling edge. And I I think Darren has incredible takedown defense, and I think he's gotten better. But I still think Derek is is dangerous if he gets that blast double on him, if he gets a single. I think he does present a lot of issues. And it's one of these fights for me. It's It could go either way. Um, if Derek gets the fight to the ground, I'm not saying Darren won't be able to get out of the situation. I'm not saying Derek finishes him. I actually believe Darren might have a higher chance of finishing Derek on the De- – Darren Derek – of finishing Derek on the feet. And if Brunson takes him down, I think um, it's going to be much more of a strategic John Fitch kind of a situation, you know, yeah. where he's going to, you know, just not allow him to move. And Good old-fashioned wrestle fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but um, yeah, I think it's a, a good matchup. I think it's uh, going to be a fun fight. 
And I'm excited. You know, I, I think Darren Till is a fun personality. People love love to watch, uh, what is it called, Scousers? You know, uh, like yeah, a, a Patty Pemblet. Yeah, what is it? I, I'm waiting to see Patty Pemblet fight if he hasn't fought yet. But, um, yeah, they, they, I love that shit. I'm not even from, uh, what is it? Where is Darren Till from? Liverpool, yeah. <laughs> You're not even from there, but you support it. Yeah, no, I'm not from there, but you know, I res- I respect that en- that energy, you know, like I don't know something about Darren, you know, he he is who he is. He picks his burgers and shit. He's funny. <laughs> he is funny, man. <laughs> I I like his personality. I I think we should we should you know cement him as the new UK uh, Diaz brother over there. You know, oh, he's kind of he's kind of a funny version of them. He talks a lot of shit. I think I think Darren Till's ultimate goal is to get the Izzy. And I think that Brunson is is the uh, first uh, good step into getting there. You're right. And I think Darren is actually a really tough matchup for Izzy in the sense that he may not be as, like, tall as him, but his Muay Thai skills are fucking legit. Like, Darren Till, his kickboxing is legit as it fucking gets. And he's powerful. I would love to see that fight. Like, I really hope he gets to that point where we get to see Izzy versus Till, because I think they're around, they're almost close from the same area, you know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure coming up in the in the amateur ranks, they heard each other's names and shit, and probably never got were able to fight. And I think it'll be a good matchup. No, no, definitely. I I think it's gonna be fun. You know, we're gonna have a, you know, two fucking <laughs> two crazy kind of like Englishmen go at it, like. Kind of fun, you know. Like the shit talk too. The uh, fucking press conference will be amazing. Oh my god, yeah. There's gonna be a bunch of like UK lingo. I'm not gonna know. Yeah. Oh my god, it's gonna be so awesome, bro. I I can only imagine. I I wish there until the best. And you know, the only the only upside I do give Brunson is he's been more active because Darren Till's coming yeah. off an injury. But you know, sometimes. That ring rush shit doesn't work, you know, and it, and people don't have it, and they show up and they do their thing. But I really wish him the best, and I hope he pulls that fight. You know, I hope he wins that fight, definitely. Yeah, me as well. I think that Derek, um, I, I I think that Derek has been consistent, and I think he's catching a. I think he's really focused. I think he's he seems like he has much more of a mental edge now. I don't know how to put it. Um, I think, and not to say he didn't take his fight seriously, but he he seems a lot more stoic. Like I remember when he was shit talking Izzy, um, in certain things and certain aspects, and he's definitely become more mature. And the fact of you know what I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna treat it like business. Because when he fought Kevin Holland, Kevin Holland is you know like in the press conference, like he grabbed his ass, like he's fucking with, like <laughs> it's crazy, like it's fucking nuts. Like like Kevin was trying to get under his skin. But Derek kept his cool, and and I think that if Derek remains this stone cold killer, then he he might get the W. And uh, I will never ever count Darren Till out. I love him. I think he's a great fucking fight fighter. I think he's a great matchup. And I uh, I don't know. It's one of those things. I don't know if I could pick a winner because both of these guys are such like specialists, and they're also like I think Derek has good defensive boxing and uh, movement, and I do think that Darren has great takedown defense. So I think this fight, they're going to complement each other in a lot of ways, and there's also going to be 
some repulsive like um like some repulsive physics in a way like we're going to see things kind of have a stalemate and that's what interests me about these high level matchups and everything between these guys so uh, either way it's going to be a, a fucking slugfest if it isn't a technical a technical masterpiece yep i totally 100 percent agree with you and your boy is fighting on that same card too you were just asking about him patty uh pimblet hey the scaver yeah i'm down yeah, Let's he, do it. yeah he's fighting he's definitely yeah, I, fighting I, on that card I, I heard an interview with him on the, the Bisping podcast, and uh, he's quite a character, you know, but he, he comes across really genuine, and uh, I don't think he, he carries around that kind of ego. And uh, it's funny, he talked about Conor McGregor, and uh, he, uh, he, you know, he was honest, and uh, he said that, like, you know, Conor's ego ran away, and he wants to keep himself in check. And if he does that, I think that this guy is going to be a powerhouse, you know, because he, he's sharp, he's funny. You know, and he he just seems like an overall entertaining fighter. He goes for it. He doesn't give a fuck. That's pretty good, man. And I, I saw that Connor said when he returns, he said that's gonna be the he's gonna get two million uh, buys. Yeah. That's what he's predicting for his first uh, pay per view back. Connor, Connor needs man. <clears throat> Connor's been talking all kinds of crazy on Twitter. <laughs> it's like every time Connor loses a fight. Like, like we need to take away his fucking Twitter. Like, because when he's winning, he's nice. Yo, but what if he comes back and he's fucking with it? His shit healed, is healing super good. You know what I mean? He's already out the boot. He's already, he's been working out the whole time while he was in the shit. What if he comes back and he's a fucking beast? I don't know. Like, they got to, maybe <laughs> if they give him Diego Sanchez. Like, <laughs> I, like they got to give him Diego. <laughs> Back, Yo, right? you know who his first fight I I think would be a dope fight would be maybe him and Max Holloway at 155. Bro, oh my god. Yes, he, I, I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? He don't got to worry about Max being too big like fucking Poirier. So Poirier, for some reason, Poirier weighs in at 155. But the motherfucker looks like he be coming in at like 200 pounds, bro. He be looking thick as fuck. Yeah, something about his build. He has like a very wide build, like stocky-ish build. I think, you know, like that's why, like, I mean, his fucking shoulders and shit. Like, he's not built like these other lightweights, man. Right. It's crazy. Like, when he comes in on fight night, like, I remember, I saw him weigh in and he fought, when he fought Max. Because Max is thin. So when they both weighed in, I'm like, oh, okay. Fight night came, Max was still thin, and Poirier walked in looking like he was fucking juiced. Not, I know he's not, but I'm just saying, like, he looked fucking big. Oh, I, I get what you mean. I, I don't know. I think, like, Poirier's weight cut situation, he must have it down to a science, whoever he works with. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, he looks so much bigger on fight night. When he stood next to Khabib, he made Khabib look small and Khabib ragdolled him but standing next to Khabib he looked so much bigger even against Connor I thought he looked big I'm like Jesus Christ how did he do that shit it might be like from what I know about weight cutting the more muscle tissue you have the more water you can take from it without it damaging you and then there is some damage but I think in, in his case, he's just one of those people, like, he, you know, of course, he's fit, he works out, but he's also built um, a lot stockier, muscular, and I think it's easier to pull water from him 
versus someone who's already thin like Max Holloway. And not not to say he doesn't have muscle tissue, he does. He's a fighter, but he's just a lankier build. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Shout out to both of them. And that was an amazing fight too, Max Holloway versus Dustin. Oh yeah, dude. Like when when they both uh, when uh, Max got off the stool and uh, he was his face was swollen and I, just the heart of these two motherfuckers. Like um, yeah. I, that that's why I think too would be a good fight with Connor and Max because Max is really I I the reason I respect Max is because he's authentic in the shit he says. Like he has a a self awareness and a humor about him. Because right. even, like, when he does talk shit, it's kind of like a like a competitive, friendly shit talk. He's not going to say anything about your mom or sister. But um, with right. Connor, like, I know, like, he might say some vile shit, and then Max is just going to smile through and be like, hey, the best is best, you know, like, smile <laughs> through that shit. And that's what's great, like, because in, in the last fight, Dustin didn't let it get to him, but you can see that Dustin's like, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. Like, he kept it serious. Yeah, but... when he said that shit about his wife, I think that, I, I think Dustin was super mad about that. He probably oh, didn't show yeah. it in the way he wanted to, but you could tell that that shit got under his skin. Yeah, and, I, you know, I do commend him, though, for being a ninja and concealing how he felt, though, in that instance, right. because he didn't want to show any signature of uh, insecurity, and I respect that. And I, I think, too, like, yeah, any man, you know, if you're going to fight this fucking guy and insult your wife, it's like you want to murder them more. So I think he really did a good job of channeling that to the fight and getting that dub. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Did you see his notice of his wife was talking shit to Connor? Oh, no, I didn't see that. When that she, sounds when great. She, yeah, when he was on the floor with his broken leg, she was talking oh. shit. That was crazy. Oh, shit. Actually, now that I think of it, I think I saw that footage. I don't remember what she said, though. No, I couldn't make out what she said, but that shit was definitely hilarious. Could you imagine her her and D fighting after the fight? <laughs> oh, God, bro. Dan is like, we need to shut this match up right here. Like, <laughs> easily one, easily one million buys. Oh, uh, dude, I'm putting my money on Poirier. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she's Southern and shit, you know. But then again, Connor's wife is Irish, too. So, you know, you never know. Like, <laughs> Maybe she got that drunken Boston style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I love this shit. Um, yeah, it, it definitely is intriguing, like, the matchups. I, I lightweight. Um, I'm excited for uh, UFC 268. I can't remember the card, but it is Back to shit, like, oh my god, I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited for this upcoming uh, card with Brunson and Till. Um, I know Chandler is fighting Gaethje. We've covered that. We know that's going to be a banger. Uh, no matter who wins or loses, that's just going to be a fucking fight for the fans right there. Bro, all the same team is fighting. It's uh, Usman is on the same card with Gaethje and Rose. Oh shit, dream team. Yeah, the whole the whole team is fighting, and they got they're fighting in order back to back. That's the yeah. shit. Trevor yes, Whitman bro. has a busy night. Yes, Frankie Edgar is on that card. Luke Rockhold's on that card. Jermaine Durandamine's on that card. It, it's fucking Bobby Green and Aliquinta's on that card. Like, dude, this, this is card the best is, card in a minute. Bro, we might have to do a podcast before this one and after. Oh, for sure, man. Oh, no joke. Predictions and all that shit. No, most definitely, bro. I'm going to have some predictions in mind. Um, Yeah, this is 
I, I think about the matchups too. Like every fight on that card, I just picture it. It's gonna be the shit. And like I, I, even if there's some bullshit, whatever. Um, I'm interested in seeing how this goes. I know that Rose is rematching Zhang Wei Li. Um, I think that this is good. I, I'm picking Rose for this fight. Um, not to say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna count out Wei Li, but Rose has hit this Super Saiyan level. She reclaimed her belt. And I think um, she's in a better place mentally, and I and I think she'll retain it again. Um, I, I think Wei Li has definitely gone through a lot much, a lot more insecurity after this loss, and not to take away from her her psychologically, but I just think that Rose has the edge. But um, yes. I'm not going to do too much as far as predictions. But yeah. Yes, I can't wait, man. We definitely have to cover that one. Whew. Fuck yeah! Well, Christmas is I coming early. You. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I appreciate yeah. you, Tito, and um, what is it? Uh, I, I, thank you, man. And uh, after this uh, fight between Brunson and Till, after we uh, consume the card, we can uh, do another show and catch up the people on what we think. And uh, then we got to be ready for UFC 268 because that's where the real party starts kicking. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely, mean That, that podcast is going to be crazy, man. We're going to have to make that one a whole session. Oh, bro. Yeah, I'll bring some fucking party balloons and streamers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'll, I'll call a Russian hacker. <laughs> there you go, bro. All right. I'll catch you, my brother. I'll see you. Sounds good. Have a good one. Later. Later.